This is Uwe Seebach again for the B2B Marketing Guidebook Podcast. Today we are talking about a topic that sounds a little bit like James Bond Central Business Intelligence. And I am joined today by the author from Graz, a brilliant business and marketing intelligence person with a business background, Lukas Strohmeier. Lukas, welcome and how are you? Hi Uwe, thanks for having me. I'm fine actually, a sunny day which is kind of rare this year, so you gotta enjoy it. Lucas, as we normally start, I would like uh, to enable our people to understand where you're coming from. Please give me an overview of, about your background and your career track record. Okay, so basically I started with a bachelor's degree in business administration and after this I, I did two masters. One was in global studies, which is kind of like a interdisciplinary program about global issues, about environmental technologies, about sustainable management and about international relation, migration, stuff like that. And my second master's degree was in biotechnology and bioprocessing. So you kind of see that I'm a, a very, very broadly interested person. There are many things that interest me. I'm not just the guy who is interested in one thing. And I guess that's also where my interest for, for markets and therefore also for, for business intelligence and market intelligence comes from. Uh, I basically, I kind of started my professional career in the field of yeah, market research at a internship in New York City with the Austrian Trade Commission where I conducted market research for mainly Austrian companies who wanted to enter the US market. And after that, I started my first real job at a very big Austrian plant engineering company. And I, yeah, I started in the field of marketing and, and market research. So that was my kind of first, first assessment. And I have further developed it over the past almost five years. And I think now I got a really, really good insight into how, how markets are analyzed. And it's really a field that fascinates me and that I really want to put more emphasis on during the next stages of my career. contributing on the topic central business intelligence some might have heard about that topic maybe can you give me an, an understanding about what you understand what you interpret in that term central business intelligence and maybe um, explain a little bit what we can expect from your article I think central business intelligence it's just it's just a buzzword it's about corporate business intelligence and to basically to have a holistic approach to net not have data analysis functions spread across various departments which is often the case and this results in inefficiencies often in double capacities and after all often in much more spending than it would be necessary for an organization
in your article, what will you gonna be describing? Will you describe the topic from a conceptual point of view? Because we're always looking at really providing a hands-on guidance, uh, providing some basic uh, theories and hypotheses, and then enable our people to understand what they have to do. What will you come up with in your article? Basically, I think my article is targeted at a very, very specific audience. So the book is about B2B marketing, but I'm really focusing on industrial B2B marketing. What I did is basically I created a case study for mainly, I'd say, industrial SMEs, companies who have been in the market successfully for decades, and they're now seeing experience a change in the way business is being done. The markets of today, they're truly global, but the companies are often small, so they have limited sales capacities. They won't have a sales manager in every country, and even their most experienced sales guys, they will just have difficulties to basically analyze global markets from their pure perception. It's the nature of the human mind that global multi-million dollar markets cannot be simply understood by the human brain without any additional information. And that's basically where market intelligence or business intelligence comes in. In today's globalized world, the world of the internet, there's more data available than ever before. And that's why this data needs to be organized somehow and to be analyzed because simple data it can't be processed and wrong conclusions could be drawn from this data without transforming it at first into information and later into knowledge. And I think that is the main task for a business intelligence unit. And mm -hmm. in my article, I'm basically guiding or trying to guide smaller companies how they can achieve a more organized approach, a more systematic approach in analyzing their markets and then finally also a more systematic approach in how they plan their business, how they set their goals. And that's really what my case study is about. It's very, it's very hands-on. I think it's, it's not very complex. It's not very, very academic. I tried a bit to, to analyze or how are the case studies written in, in the Harvard Business Review. So it's a bit like they always have like a case study at the end of each each magazine and i really try to to a bit like copy the style to have like a good narrative to make it easily understand for people Sounds like uh, to be an expensive topic, how would you consider this, this, this aspect? Do you need a lot of uh, funds, uh, money and budgets to set up so you, or to follow your, or to realize or deploy your, your, your knowledge, the article, or how do you consider that? How did you do that within your environment? I think it's, you cannot really answer this question because of course, the more you invest, the better it will get. But the topic, it's about organizing data. A lot of data is freely available. So in reality, you can start with only a few resources or with basically almost no resources at all. It's more about developing your data collection skills, your data organization skills, and 
also your data interpretation skills. But the more professional it gets, you will need to have analytics into forecasting, etc. Then you will need educated people. You will need IT guys. You will need economists which have capacities. You might have to buy in some algorithms, some AI supported functions. So it's really you can start with zero and you can invest millions per year. It's really it's it's a long way to go, but you better start with nothing and try to get a more organized approach on your business planning. It will not be what most people think of when they think of BI at the beginning, but if it develops, if you can get more resources or if you can simply professionalize what you're doing, it might get there within a couple of years. Editing and lecturing your article, I sometimes had the impression that based on your experience, you have not always been that satisfied with the data and information you received from external providers. Now, having said that, uh, why should companies and organizations develop this central business intelligence knowledge internally? I'm, I'm tackling this question, make or buy. What should they do, make or buy? And why would you say uh, they should do make or buy, Lucas? It always depends on your industry, on your segment. So, for example, if you're like in an industry which is bigger than a real niche, because in real niches, companies often have a very, very strong know-how about the market size, the global market size, market driving factors, etc. But if you're not in this small niche anymore, but also not in a very big market, with, which is sufficiently covered by a lot of analysts, then you might have a problem in acquiring external market data. Because this kind of this gap market, which is too big for you as a company to truly understand the market and too small for the large, excellent research companies to really cover the market, then you might be you might be in a kind of a stuck in the middle position where you need on the one hand develop your own skills in better understand the market and on the other hand you'll have to buy market studies even if they are not sufficient and then you'll need you'll need to improve the quality of those with doing additional research trying to take other sources into consideration develop it step by step. Based on your experience, Lucas, what are the major challenges and the barriers an organization has to deal with? I think there's often a strong resistance against external numbers which is of course clear because in the area of market research numbers will never ever be 100% correct even if there is a provider which covers like every single project in the or claims to cover every single project for example in desalination or so there might be one or two projects he cannot cover they're just slipping through and therefore if one guy in your organization for any reason got hand to this one project and then it's not in the list 
then the credibility of the whole database is gone. So it's really about building a different perception of market data in, in the organization. It can never be 100% accurate, but it is there to give you like the bigger picture. It's there to show you market potentials. It's there to rethink markets you're operating in at the moment. So I think people often have a wrong perception as they think market data needs to be 100% accurate, but I think you have to communicate from the very beginning. It can never be 100% accurate, but it, it should be, or it has to be better than having no data at hand at all. But of course, there is data which is truly worthless, which is very, very low quality. And identifying those very, very bad quality external data sets, that is, of course, in the responsibility of the BI team. On mm-hmm. the other hand, some companies might not even need to acquire external data sets because they have a very good CRM system, for example. They're tracking opportunities. They think they know the world market. Then their team is the task of their team is to really analyze those large internal data sets and make the conclusions out of the internal data. Ideally, I think it's always a combination of internal and external data, which makes an in-house BI solution better than just buying a market study or strategic study from an external supplier. The external supplier can never, ever get hold of all the internal data a company possesses. What is the payback, the result, the return invests on starting or starting such an endeavor for an organization? What do I get back if I deploy your central business intelligence approach? It's hard to quantify at the moment because there are not many studies published yet about this. I think it would be an excellent field of, of further research, of academic research to really, really get behind it. The theoretic concept, it's quite clear there should be just from the argumentation be a lot of benefit but really proving this benefit in an organization or yeah on a global scale that should be the the target of uh, should be targeted by future research because even in today's world like most companies they didn't didn't have those bi units installed for 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 20 years or so so there is really at the moment, not enough historic evidence to really analyze the the success rate of, of those kind of, of organizations yeah, within a company. But I think it will it will get clearer with every year because it's it's a very, very strongly growing industry. And I think the pure fact that it's growing so strongly allocates for a successful yeah product. contributed this article as part of the B2B marketing guidebook. Some might say your topic is not really a marketing topic. How would you respond to that? 
Well, I think it's clearly a marketing topic in the traditional sense of marketing. When you just look at the four P's, it's basically the whole market-driven management of a company. So it's about price policy. It's about yeah, market knowledge. It's also about it's also about the advertising, and it's about the distribution. And that's all all segments that BI touches somehow, or segments that can be influenced in a positive sense by BI, but of course in many companies you will not see the BI team as part of the marketing department. It can be like a whole own unit, it can be set within the controlling department, it can be set within within the IT department. So there are, there are in reality many, many different ways how it's being done, but I think it's definitely a good fit in the marketing department as well. Mm -hmm. In the long term, where would you see this topic of central business intelligence as a corporate function as part of B2B marketing? What is your idea? I think it will become a central a central corporate function. It will it should always be situated uh, at the top management because especially in larger organizations, if each of the subdivisions have their own market intelligence or business intelligence unit, they always, you know, you, you soon get a conflict of interest. If you're like in a big organization and funds are allocated to each of the business units, then you will see that each business one unit wants to showcase its own market as the most attractive because it just wants to secure funds from the top management. So therefore, the top management CEO, the board, they are actually, they are in the need of true data, which are not somehow manipulated by a conflict of interest. So if the top management is aware of the market potential for all of its divisions, then it has a better data basis for their decision-making and for their allocation of funds. Many things have been published in that area. What do you think makes your paper so different, Lucas? I think it really has like a hands-on mentality mm -hmm. and and it's more down to earth than many other publication. Okay. I think it doesn't claim to to solve all the problems a corporation have at once. It's a long mm -hmm. journey and I yeah. think that is like one of the key messages within this case study. Clear message, down to earth, hands on with the pragmatic approach from Lucas Stromer. He is contributing on central business intelligence as part of the B2B marketing guidebook. This was Uwe Seebacher on the B2B marketing guidebook podcast. I'm happy to be your host and can't wait to be back. Goodbye.